she's lipping the words to me and she's pointing at me. <laughs> or the fa- or the facey book. The 39th show of our podcast. So I, I have to make one comment about last uh, episode. Yeah. Remember we talked about the, the noise in the background? Oh, my gosh. That dog. I didn't realize till I listened to the episode that that dog barked nonstop through the whole episode. <laughs> and I just, every time he barked, I... I just, I, I thought that was, it, it just added to, it added to the, my smile. It the made whole it time. classier, didn't it? It oh, really. Oh my goodness. I was, I, I was. <laughs> We're nothing if not professional. I was beside myself. I thought, look, you know, what do you expect? It, it's kind of like, you remember, you remember in the day when, when rock and roll first started and we'd have garage, garage bands. Yeah. And this is like a garage podcast. As far totally, as totally. <laughs> By the way, one of my favorite TV shows, and I think it's called is it called in treatment? Oh, there was another. There was another one that was about therapists. That was Gabriel Byrne. But there was a TV show where this. It was only one season. This guy had finally earned. Oh, it wasn't in treatment. That was the Gabriel Byrne one, where this guy had finally earned his degree to be a psychologist. All he had to do was do X number of hours of free therapy to mm-hmm. finish earning his you know certification his license. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. He was so in debt from college that he was living at home with his parents and the only facility he had in which was, to was his basement. It was his parents' garage. <laughs> oh my gosh, was this show funny? Oh um, and when was this? Like it was like recently? I don't know, like five years ago. It I mean, it was just brilliant. It was called Shrink. If you can get a hold of the TV show Shrink, I highly recommend it. You can read about it on you know IMDB or Wikipedia or wherever, but really funny. Anyway. All right. That well, was us in our garage, just doing the exactly. most professional quality podcast Look, ever. The best we can do here in, you know, with still a global pandemic <laughs> in the, in its, I don't know, what, what would you call it? In the later stages of the global pandemic. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Hey, we're garage people. And hey, we're Elvis not, was with us. What do you, I mean, you know, yeah. it, couldn't, it can't all be, it can't all be bad when Elvis is in the, we were in, the in good company. Also in the last episode, besides the sound of a dog barking incessantly and sound pinging off the car next to us, we talked about the Johnny Depp trial, which has long since been over. We talked, oh, but really, is it ever over? It's never going to be over because Amber Heard plans to appeal and right. more things are going on. Some of the, the $7 million she got in divorce money that she had pledged places isn't making it to those places or never made it to those places. And uh, Johnny, I think, I don't know if he's just trying to really paint a good image of himself and be the hero, but he's taking money from his NFT art. So he not only sings, he not only acts, but he also paints. And so he's taken some of the money from his NFT art, which is a digital asset. It's like um, somebody creates something, they digitize it, and then they sell it. And it's usually bought by cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Um, but $800,000 of that money has gone to you know different hospitals throughout the U.S. and outside the U.S. So 
Bravo. Well, there are good things coming of it, I guess. Yes. Uh, uh, we had to wait so long for Johnny to finish <laughs> his, his testimony. Right. That yeah. I think we're owed $800,000. Right. That's, <laughs> that, that's yeah. how much he actually owes us more. But, you know, what? look, at it, you know, as a bill collector would say, you get what you can at the time you can get it. So you uh, got it. You got it. Yeah, we'll totally take it. So, so well, you were talking about a pandemic on that note. I would like to hear all about your COVID because you had the COVID. The I COVID. got the COVID. You got I, the COVID. I, and then yeah. I, I didn't get to hear about it. Yeah, so I, I went to a, a I went to a work uh, out for a work trip, uh, a big conference, um, uh, and uh, it it turned uh, for me it turned into a spreader event. I don't know how anybody oh. else did. Was but, anybody uh, masked at all? No, mm-hmm. no, and we were in Houston, Texas, so it was. Oh, there was there was no. This was okay. You know, when I wore a mask on the airplane going down there, mm-hmm. I, I was the I was Odd the minority, out. severe yeah. <laughs> minority. Yeah. Oh yeah. So get to Houston. This is a uh, uh, right around Memorial Day, and Houston, we, we've got the COVID. Yeah, uh, Houston, we uh, we got a little bit of a problem here. Uh, and so, by the way, Houston, an aside, not the nicest city in the oh, United States. Oh, never been there. I'm. I yeah, will write it off the list. Yeah, don't. It, it's not worth it. Don't don't go to go to Austin. Uh, go to go to El Paso. Okay. Um, uh, but state, yeah, Houston is not. And weirdly enough, you know, so I have a high school friend that lives there and him and his wife, and they're both college uh, uh, English professors. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, Houston's, uh, you know, vying for the the, the third biggest uh, city in, in America. You know, we're up and coming. We've got all these skyscrapers and I'm still looking around going, yeah, that's not enough to bring me here again. Yeah, um, no. that plus COVID equals a big no. Well, also too, so Memorial Day, the, the end of May, it's 98 degrees with 99% humidity. Yeah, no thanks. And and it, it was brutal. It, mm-hmm. I, I, so so long story short, what happened was is I wound up overhydrating myself. Mm-hmm. I drank too much water and too oh. much liquids oh. because I, because that's, I, look, I'm already overhydrated to begin with. You are, yeah. <laughs> that, that I depleted my sodium levels. Oh. So my sodium levels dropped about 10 points. For this, wow. By the way, this is the um, the medical. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the the feel free to go online and Google all this. Um, okay. Uh, MedRx. This is the MedRx show. If we if we had a sponsor, MedRx, <laughs> this would be perfect for that. It, it's so everybody's like, oh yeah, your potassium. Like no, no, it was my sodium. So I was eating good, and and on the last day we were there, I I started to feel just really crappy. Mm-hmm. I tested before I went. I, I I was being as safe as possible, but. You can never be too safe. So I'm I'm there, and I I developed this really crazy fever, and now I'm chilled, fevered. I mm-hmm. over medicate to get on the airplane to come home. Now I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a double mask. I'm staying away from people. Mm-hmm. I'm really trying because I know that I'm sick. I'm praying that I don't have COVID. Right. I get back to my girlfriend's house in New Jersey, and she takes one look at me and goes, "You're going to the emergency room." Okay. So off to the emergency room we go at about eleven thirty. Uh, at night. That's always fun, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's just absolutely. That's wonderful. a guaranteed 12 hour stay right there. Yes. So mm-hmm. I knew I was in it for at least half a day. Mm-hmm. Get to the emergency room. The emergency room is, is, is slow. So there's not a lot of, you know, so by the time they get to me to draw the blood, which I'm already a little not really crazy about the needle scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? Sure enough, the woman who goes to draw my blood misses. And oh, yeah. Oh. So then she's got to do it again. Oh, yep. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me here. Mm-hmm. Now, all this time, my girlfriend is with me and she's like, 
I could have hit your, like, I could have hit your vein, you know, yeah. with a, with a number two pencil, right. but y- y- you can't get it with, you know, yeah. this little teeny tiny right. needle. Right. So they finally get that. They swab me for the COVID eight hours later, they come back with the results. Eight hours later, I'm, I'm now sitting in, I'm, I'm sitting in a room. Uh-huh. My girlfriend's falling asleep at the side of the bed. I'm beside myself. Uh, mm-hmm. thankfully the fever had subsided. They'd hooked me, they'd hooked me to an IV doctor comes in and says, sodium levels bad. We're just going to keep you're, you're basically dehydrated, mm-hmm. low sodium. You're here already. Let's, we're going to admit you for at least overnight. Cha-ching. Yeah. All okay. right. So off to the, off to the, uh, off, now, but I have COVID. So I have to, I have to oh. quarantine. Oh yeah. You're in right? a COVID unit, right? I'm on a COVID unit. I, by the way, I felt like I was the child in the COVID unit because oh. I was by far the youngest patient on the floor. I was picturing like, you know, group shuffleboard. Can't y'all do things with each other? Cause you all have the COVID. You cannot leave your room. Oh, that seems uh, unfair. You can you know, you should no. be able to mingle with the other COVID. No, no, no. So, <laughs> so they, they wheel me up, mm-hmm. you know, and it's crazy because I had never been admitted to the hospital before. So this is one of these things where I'm, I'm, I'm on a bed. I'm half awake because I'm kind of, you know, at this point I've been in the hospital, I've been in the emergency room for about eight hours. I'm kind of half in and out of it. And then it's like, well, we're going to wheel you up. And it's weird going in and out of elevators in a gurney where you're flat to the floor oh, yeah. and all you're seeing is the lights above you. Oh, and yeah. All I kept picturing is, is that, am I in one of these like ER type movies or shows? <laughs> like, like what's going to happen next? Is somebody going to jump on top of me and start giving, you know, right. start yeah. paddles while they, while they run me into the, into the ER? Air. Yeah. So, so we finally get up into the room and I'm all alone in the room I, and, and I have a window view. And I got a television. Oh, because your girlfriend's they, not allowed in the COVID unit. No, they, no, 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 They no. ship her off home. They sh- she goes home. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have it. Yeah, at least good. At least at this point. Mm-hmm. So I get into the room, and for the next 10 hours, I'm alone in this room and enjoying my peace and quiet. I'm yeah. resting. My marching orders from my girlfriend basically said, look, you have to rest. Like, you, And the doctor said, look, just stay in bed. Don't right. do anything. Uh, uh, not even on the computer. Or try not to be on your phone. Just rest. Really? Let your body recharge. So uh, no trashy talk TV or anything. Well, no, you have television, and you, you can, need but, some Jerry Springer. Is he but, even still on? Yeah, but <laughs> I think he is actually. That's that's even a scarier topic, which mm-hmm. we'll, we should attack later. Mm-hmm. So so then about ten hours later, one of the nurses comes in and says, "We're going to have to move you. Is that okay?" Oh, and, and what do you say to that? Right. Yeah, uh, uh, I was no grab. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she says, look, we need this room for two ladies. I can't put ladies in with men okay. in, a, in a double room. So I said, okay, fine. She says, well, the one good thing is, is you're going to be near the bat. You're going to, your, your bed's going to be closest to the bathroom mm-hmm. because I had, they t- over the course of two and a half days. So I'll cut to the chase here in the hospital for two and a half days, eight bags of IV fluid. Oh yeah. And then multiple bags of a antiviral called rendemisphere i believe mm-hmm. is how you pronounce it which mm-hmm. is the uh, the antiviral for for covid mm-hmm. they give you this drug and you feel amazing like you can run a mar- you, you feel you can run a marathon afterwards really? i had no breathe i had no breathing problems i just had this crazy fever fever that finally yep. subsided and then because i was dehydrated it just made it made everything worse also i'm not in like um i'm not what wearing what every other patient is wearing Every other patient has on, you know, the open backed oh, yeah. uh, thing. I'm just in my sweatpants. And, really? And oh, yeah. It was wonderful. And it's I got like my... you're on vacation there in the it COVID was, world. It was. It was. Because here, here's the thing I kept telling everybody. If you have to quarantine when you have COVID at yeah. home, yeah. somebody has to br- prepare food. 
Oh yeah. Bring it, bring it to your door. They have to do, you have to do this whole crypto thing. I'm in the hospital. They're calling me every morning. Uh, Mr. Haas, what yeah. would you like? <laughs> what would you like for breakfast? Would you like French toast? Would you like an omelet? Yeah. What would you like for lunch? We have four, four different choices. And what would you like for dessert with your meal tonight? Would you nice. like with, with your fish or with, and I'm thinking, Hey, this isn't so bad. Yeah. I don't have, I'm not putting anybody out other than not being in the house. Right. I, it, it was super convenient. Well, and, so, and what a great way to, to put your sodium levels back in check than having really sodium laden hospital food. Yeah. Well, and actually, weirdly enough, the menu was pretty decent. Oh, good. And um, uh, so I, I, I spent my two and a, I did my time, uh, my two and a half days. They released me. Um, but here's the funny story. Here's the, the here are the funny, the two funny stories I have. So the, the first roommate that I had was a, a Ukrainian guy, probably around 65 years old. Mm-hmm who never, never spoke to me until he was about to get out. He never referenced that there was anybody on the other side of the, of the curtain. The curtain, yeah. It was almost like there was this unwritten scenario of you don't talk and I yeah. don't talk you, and we're going to be just fine here. It's the weirdest thing when there's just that curtain and you can mm-hmm. hear every single noise, every sniff, every shift right. in the bed. Right. And you have to pretend it's an actual wall and there's nobody. <laughs> over. Yeah, it's so weird. Well, he was a snorer. So oh, that was the, the, the most difficult part was, is that, so here, here's the other weird part. Remember I told you I had eight bags of fluid plus this yeah. other IV. Fluid. So I had to pee like every 45 minutes constant throughout the day. Yeah. I was with this guy for a day and a half. Mm-hmm. He never peed once. <gasps> oh, that's not, maybe he had a um, catheter. No, 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 he didn't. No, oh, no. Okay. Here's the craziest part. He, about an hour before they're ready to release him, the nurse mm-hmm. comes in and says, I'm going to take out your IV and I'm going to take out all this stuff. And, you know, as soon as your ride's here, you let me know and I'll bring you down to the, they, they wheel you down. Yeah. Then he gets up and it's like, he's doing calisthenics in the room. Oh. And, and, then, and then we start a conversation because then the whole, about Ukraine, his mighty bladder. <laughs> well, no, 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 I didn't bring that up, but, but now it's, you know, I said, I, where are you from? Oh, I'm from the Ukraine. And then we got uh, talking about the Ukrainian war and about, yeah. and he says, look, I've been through this war thing multiple times. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and, and so that's, uh, so I have a, a 10 minute conversation. Then he's out, like he's running, he's sprinting away from the hot, probably to the bathroom, but well, yeah, go ahead. no, it was the craziest <laughs> thing in, in a day, in a day and a half, uh-huh. he went to, he went to the restroom one time and, I, and uh-huh. with a toothbrush in his hand. So maybe he was multitasking. I hope he was, Wait. but that was it. Why was there no bathroom in your room? There was, it's, but it's, it's close to the, it's close to the, to the door, to the room. And I'm, and my bed's the closest to it. So he oh, would have had to okay. pass by me to go yeah, to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And trust me, that sleeping with, with a truck driver next to me, the Ukrainian truck driver yeah. was, so I didn't do a lot of sleeping. That's the only negative part of the hospital is, is that every two hours, regardless, they're coming in to take vitals mm-hmm. and you have a roommate that you don't pick at all. So he goes, and then I have nobody in the room for about the next seven, eight hours. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Sweet but it's bliss. during the day. And then right before I'm ready to go to bed, I get George, the Greek guy, who speaks <laughs> almost no English. Awesome. And the English that he does speak, I'm about to, and I apologize if the volume gets really loud. So as you, if, you, if you're not familiar with what happens in a hospital, which you are, and many of our listeners are, Every two hours or so, a new nurse or somebody new comes in and they ask the same question. Mm-hmm. How, are, how are you? Can I get you anything? Yeah. So a new person would come in 
it, it, sometimes it, it seemed like it was every five minutes, but it was probably more like every hour, hour and 45 minutes. How are you? And this guy, this guy didn't speak much English, but the English, he, he would say in the, in the loudest voice, I'm having problems urinating. <laughs> I can't urinate. And then followed by, please call my daughter. That was it. Those, those are all the English words that he knew. And so Can you imagine I had, that, like, that phrase book that he's been using? That, like, that's one of the phrases in the... I can't the, urinate. In the Greek to English is, I'm having problems urinating. So, <laughs> so, so at this point, by the third or fourth practitioner that comes in, I'm now stepping in and going, look, he doesn't speak any English. He's Greek. And he's he having a pee. problem going to the, He can't yeah. pee. Can you just give the cat a catheter? Like just right. yeah. So finally, after his evening of every two hours, I can't urinate. <laughs> I'm having problems urinating. They finally, and the, so this is the best part. So a Russian nurse comes in. Uh-huh. And she's like, Oh god. So this the the, the best. Well, the it's all funny shit. Excuse me. Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. It's all funny stuff. The funniest part on top of that funny part was at one point, there's two nurses in and they're debating mm-hmm. on what's going on. So another a third nurse mm-hmm. comes in and he and and he does, I'm having problems. <laughs> and she says, Well, you have a diaper on, just go. Yeah. And I at this point, my my head's ready to explode. I said, ma'am. He's been trying to go to the bathroom for the last 21 hours. Yeah. I said, he can't go. He needs a catheter. I'm, I know I'm not a doctor. Right. And I apologize <laughs> for stepping in here, but I've seen enough of these shows. And I've, I've witnessed enough of scenario here and I, I, I got to help my brother George out here. Like, just can, can you call oh. a doctor and just get him to write a script for the catheter? Right. So right. sure enough, they put the catheter in and this dude's filling up containers. Like oh, he's yeah. got so much in him. Yeah. Yeah, his, his the, eyeballs were floating. This guy, yeah, he well, he lost sight of his back teeth weeks then, ago. Then the second worst part of this is oh, that no. he's he, he's having problems swallowing. Oh, that's bad. So so everything he puts in his mouth, he chokes on, including oh, water. Yikes! So I feel so bad for the guy, and he sounds like he's gonna die at any moment. Like oh. he's and 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 so then they come in and they ring the bell, and then they're trying to talk to him over the speaker in the room. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. like, I'm having problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that and, speaker. And just I find, get up and walk to his room. That's right. And I finally say, please come in. He is choking. Mm-hmm. And then, then they, then and only then do they come in. Yeah. So I, it, it was, it was a bit of. So I was, I was thankful f- to escape that. Oh, and, I can imagine. And, yeah. So, so, so that. So later, after about the eighth or ninth, I'm having problems urinating. Comment. <laughs> And while, while he was choking one time, I actually got up out of the bed and peered around, yeah. peered around the thing. And I said, are you okay? Right. And he says, uh, he looks at me and he points to the, I said, yeah, I'm the guy on the other side of the curtain, yeah. which I, I'm sure he, you know, <laughs> right. in, in whatever, if, if, if it didn't have the word, call my daughter or urinate and right. he understood it, right. but, but, but I, I just, it was crazy. And because it's a COVID floor, they won't let his daughter on the floor. Right. Did you, uh, did you have to wear masks while you were in there? I, I wore a mask when people came in the room. Okay. Was that like their rule? No. Is that a courtesy out of the hair, out of the healthcare workers? Okay. Yeah. I, I just assumed I, you'd all they're have, wearing, to have them so, on. So here's the protocol. They, they put on, they have a mask plus a face shield plus, and or eye goggles. Yeah. 
And every time they come in, they in your room, they put on a new gown and new gloves. And okay. every time they leave your room, they they take off the gloves and take off the gown and put it into a, a bin at the by the door and light it on fire. I'm sure they boil it and bleach yeah. or whatever right, else. Right. But but no, it was. I mean, it was it was. A, it's a well run machine. Uh, but no, every time they came in the room, I put on my mask. I, yeah. I, I felt it was just right for me to do. I, I, right, I, right. I felt more comfortable. But George next door to me, he was flying free without a mask. Look, he was choking on everything, almost to the oh, point where he was choking guy. on air. Yeah. I felt really bad for me. He was an older guy. And then here's the other part. He was supposed to be in for some operation. Oh. So he's got COVID and they're supposed to operate on him. Well, and they, yeah. the, the doctor said, oh, operation's going to be on Saturday. And then they kept switching it from Friday to Saturday. So they're confusing the heck out of this guy. Mm-hmm. And I just, at one point I'm like, can somebody just find out when the operation is and call <laughs> the daughter and then put the daughter on the phone with him and say, this is when your operation is. Like, right. You could tell the anxiety was building in the guy. And uh, he was probably in his, in his late eighties, early nineties. So oh, we're not talking about a young dude here. Right. Right. And it finally was like, look, just, could you please just call the daughter? Like, yeah, well, you just kind of grabbed the reins and took over. I was his advocate. Yes, I don't normally play one, but I do every once in a while on television. They'll ask mm-hmm. me to come yeah. in as the advocate. <laughs> and and I, 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 But yeah, so I, I escaped that mm-hmm. and then drove back from Rochester, from, excuse me, from New Jersey to Rochester and then quarantined for another six days. Mm-hmm. And so you were in your home for another six days? I was. Yeah. In my room. When my, uh, my daughter just dropped food God, at the God, door, God bless her, mm-hmm. made me food and dropped off stuff. And we, awesome. we faced, we FaceTimed. And then finally, <laughs> uh, finally I said, well, you know, cause you want to have some human contact. Oh yeah. Me. So we FaceTimed a couple times and FaceTimed with my, with my other child and we did our thing. And you were the boy in the bubble. I was a little bit of the boy in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Yes. I saw it, the weird part was, is I managed to escape it for, you know, two plus years. And then, and thankfully that I did not, like I said, I didn't have any breathing problems. I just, I did my thing. And the other thing is, is that, and I don't know, I don't know if, if you're familiar with this, but now all these hospital beds have these blow up mattresses that regulate. So you don't get bed sores if you're laying in bed. Too long. I, when I gave birth to my second child, they gave me one of those. I'm like, this is the bomb. It was really nice. Well, it's okay unless you have back problems, which I'm which guessing I, you do. Which I have, I, you know, everyone, you like it. I have, mm-hmm. I have, if I don't move around, I have back problems. If I'm moving around, but if it's, it, it, and, and that did not help it. That's mm-hmm. not considered moving around in my book. <laughs> no, you know, getting up, book getting up like to peer walking. around the curtain is not. No, that's the, not. Yeah. yeah, that's not even. <laughs> that's not. That's not active. <laughs> inactivity. Inactivity kills me. So between running the, the show, and the tennis, and everything else, yeah, you must have burned some calories or gotten some steps in running the show there while you were in bed. I look. I begged them. I, I said. I said. Can I just take a shower? That's the other thing. You don't. They wouldn't let you do that. Oh no! Two and a half days. I. I, I literally. I drove home so fast and ran, oh, I yeah. ran into the house and I went, Scalded I'm going your up skin. out of my room and I'm <laughs> going up to shower. I just, yeah. I, I felt so good. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah. I wonder why. What's, what was their reason? Oh, was there uh, no shower in that bathroom? No. Oh, oh no. Okay. Uh, if there was a shower in the bathroom, I would have even asked. I yeah. just would have went, I would have yeah. played completely dumb and been like, 
Oh, I'm not allowed to take a shower? And why is one here? <laughs> well, let um, me just rinse this conditioner out since I've already yes. started. I was in the old part. So there's like several different wings to this hospital. I think I was in the older part oh, okay. of it. And there were no showers. It's just a toilet and a sink. Yeah. So there, you know, there I am, uh, uh, you know, every two hours visiting the washroom. But then every, <laughs> but they're also doing. So I remember I told you that I'm not a big fan of needles and I, you know, the whole taking yeah. blood. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'm not. I, I'm OK now. They took so much blood and I oh, had so God. many needles in me. And I, I, so if there is anybody who is a phlebotomist or somebody that, that does take blood professionally for a living and you're good at it, I am so thankful for you. Yeah. I, I'm now, I'm now going to, this is, this is the, what are you thankful for part of the show? Yep. I am so thankful for a good phlebotomist. Oh yes. I had, I, the last blood draw I had, I didn't even know she put it in. You know what? They are worth their weight in gold. I, my kiddo had to get an IV recently and they missed many times in her, they couldn't find a, a vein in her arm. So they went mm-hmm. for her hand and basically rooted around in there for several minutes. Oh, oh, yeah. It oh, really, you know, and they make those things that you can put on your arm that basically finds the veins for them. I what? don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they're not using them can I get everywhere. <laughs> right. I, probably. But yeah, I mean, anyway, yes, a good phlebotomist is definitely worth their weight in gold. So anyway, um, we'll move on from the, uh, I'm so glad you're better though. You're, you're feeling well, uh, and you got some good stories out of it. Yeah. I'm having problems. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're better and I'm glad you're Thank you. out of that situation. But not that I was laughing at anyone's expense, but I'm grateful for the laughs. Uh, no, look, we, we have to laugh about it. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd cry. So one of the things we asked on Facebook was to have people tell us about the most commonly mispronounced words that really sort of irk them. We got some good answers, actually. People started filling these in on our words that make you cringe. And so I thought, well, let's make a new category, mispronounced words, and away they went. I'll start with mine. I knew somebody growing up, and actually, I think this is one of the words that a grown adult said once, probably, instead of probably. Um, whoa, 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 slow down. Yeah. What was that word? Probably, instead of probably. Probably? Probably. Yep, grown adult and a child, but I can excuse the child. February. That sort of, I, I do, do you say February or do you say February. Do you say Wednesday or Wednesday? All right. I say Wednesday, but I think that's actually how it's supposed to be pronounced. So I say Wednesday as a as kind of like a, as a joke. A, well, it's weird to me because all of the other days are pretty straightforward. You know, okay. Saturday. Well, you, you, you sound it out. I mean, as we learn English as children, you sound things out. Obviously, the English language is a, is a little, there are exceptions to the rules. Mm-hmm. So when you look at Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. There you go. <laughs> Wednesday. I'm so thankful for Google Voice. (laughs) Yep. So this was interesting. We just said this word last night. I said, I said, I love the word kerfuffle. It's one of my favorites. I know. I said, I said it. Yeah. I said jewelry and Gunga Din said, isn't it funny how we say jewelry, but it's actually jewelry. But I just looked it up today and it's, it's supposed to be pronounced jewelry. So, I mean, I could run that one through the old, you know, how do you pronounce, but Yeah, I was wrong. Here's another one I was wrong about for years. Let me ask you this. If you had to complete the sentence, he is blanking at the bit, what word would you put in there? Chomping. Yes. And that's what I've said my whole life. Uh The correct word is champing. Champing? 
I have to thank Brad. How is it spelled? My, it's like Chomp with an A. Mm. One of my, one of the co-hosts of a radio show from the past. Oh, Big Brad. Brad, yeah. He said, "Champing at the bit," and I'm like, "Dude, what are you even talking about?" And I went and looked it up, and he was right. Yeah, but I. So I, th- that's an interesting scenario because I think if we polled, all right. So here's a everybody great, would say chomping. Here's a great poll for the Let's a poll that. for the audience. Yeah. I, I even now I won't change it because it doesn't make any sense. I, I think it's like almost like a colloquialism at that I at this point where we've changed where where the dialect and the phrase has been changed because the majority of people have said it a certain way. At any rate, now we know how to say it and we'll ignore it. And (laughs) here's another one. Yeah, I'm never going to say that again, by the way. Never either. But I will try and use kerfuffle as as frequently as as possible. as often as you can. Asterisk is one that's always aggravated me. It's asterisk. And it may be more difficult to say the correct way, but, you know. Especially put, if put you in use the an accent like this. Well, if you say asterisk, asterisk. it's more fun to say. If you, it is. It is. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Okay, here's my last one. GIF versus GIF, the moving image that people will put insert into a Facebook comment or mm-hmm. into a, you know an iPhone comment or whatever. It is actually pronounced GIF, not GIF. We had some good. Do you have any? We have. I have some from Facebook. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Espresso. Caleb is really annoyed when people ex- say espresso. Oh, yeah. I have right. to concur. Margaret and Judy both said supposedly. <laughs> Becky said asphalt instead of asphalt, asphalt and sandwich, S-A-M-M-I-C-H. She says, it's not cute. You're an adult. Stop it. <laughs> Andy says, especially bugs him. Yeah. Also bugs it. me. Sasha says, photographer instead I've of never, photographer. Photographer. Fur, um, there's not even an E in that right. word until the very end. I know. Margaret says, even though it is listed as acceptable, when people say often, it makes her hit the ceiling. I kind of feel like it sounds a little snooty, often. But it is, it's going to be often or often. I say often. How about often? You? Wait yeah. a second. There's a T in there. You got to pronounce the T. Do you say often? You got to hit the T. Always? No, for real? Yeah, often. Oh, that's so interesting. I never yep. do. Okay. Library. That I've heard. And I think that's people just joking around, but I, obviously it's not. No, I think it's people who need to go to the library and learn how to say it. The, li- the library. The last one. Uh, these are from my cousin Kate. Is, and I've never heard this. People say mall instead of mauve. Mall. What? Yeah. For mauve. I don't get it. No, no, no. Kate, it's a thing. We need to, Kate, we need to speak with you. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> we, yeah. So Eric put a new poll up on Facebook. So go to that. Don't be shy. Plug in your answers. We got to wrap up the show today, but we want your answers to be a part of next show. So interact with us, won't you? On Facebook or Instagram or where else? Twitter. (laughs) Where else? The Twitter. We're on the Twitter too. We are on the Twitter. But you know, there's the the easiest of all these things because you may not have the the Twitter or the Facebook is is Gmail. Even my dad, who's 80 years old, can send us an email (laughs) at butenoughaboutus at gmail.com. Hey, thanks for listening. This has been But Enough About Us, episode 39. We're so glad you tuned in and we hope to have you back soon. See ya. Bye.